Okay, step three is to confess in prayer. So as I mentioned before, sometimes we're a victim. We have nothing to confess. Sometimes we're a perpetrator. We have nothing to accuse. But most often, they had a part and we had a part too. And I never assume somebody's a victim. I just ask them if they feel convicted. In the Lord's Prayer, it says, Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. What happens first? Do we receive forgiveness or do we give forgiveness first? But sometimes in church, we never accuse them at all. We just confess our part. So none of the forgiveness ever feels complete because we've only done our part. When we confess, we need to confess from the heart, or else God doesn't have to respond to our And then step four is just to simply say, please forgive me for what I did. Sometimes a person says, I can never forgive myself. Maybe that's you. <laughs> Did you confess your sin? Yes. You ask God to forgive you. Yes. Did God forgive you? Yes. Do you forgive yourself? No. <laughs> the righteous one has this standard. He says you need to forgive them. You need to confess your own sin from the heart. And if you do, I'll forgive you. Because Jesus blood paid for it. And you say, that's not enough. I don't forgive myself. Don't cheapen Christ's blood. 
So Jesus' blood paid for your sin. It's enough. Accept God's forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Who's happy if you never forgive yourself? You confessed it, you asked for forgiveness, God forgave you. So if you don't forgive yourself, who's happy? Is God happy? No, oh, he says, I forgave you. Are you happy? No. Who's happy? The accuser. The one that accuses and never forgives is happy. When God offers you forgiveness, accept it. Forgive yourself. <coughs> this forgiveness that God offers you, can you pay for it? No. But he offers it to you anyway. <laughs> so accept it by forgiving yourself. <laughs> Let Christ's blood cover your sin and then thank him for that. Thank you.